Lord Jesus, Master of both the light and the darkness, send your Holy Spirit upon our preparations for Christmas. We who have so much to do seek quiet spaces to hear your voice each day. We who are anxious over many things look forward to your coming among us. We who are blessed in so many ways long for the complete joy of your kingdom. We whose hearts are heavy seek the joy of your presence. We are your people walking in darkness, yet seeking the light. To you we say, come Lord Jesus. This morning's reading comes from Psalm 147, verses 1 to 5 and 8 and 9. Praise the Lord, how good it is to sing praises to our God, how pleasant and fitting to praise him. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers the exiles of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He determines the number of stars and calls them each by name. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding has no limit. He covers the sky with clouds. He supplies the earth with rain and makes grass grow on the hills. He provides food for the cattle and for the young ravens when they call. Good morning, Elevation. I think most of you know who I am, but if you're joining us for the first time today, my name is Helen Croker, and I'm on the pastoral team here at Elevation. As we move into Advent this year, we want to recognize the season of transition that our community is in. We know that there are a variety of emotions and feelings, and we want to recognize those. But we also feel that moving forward through Advent can be a really hopeful and redemptive experience for us, especially this year. The word Advent means arrival or appearance. It's a gentle season, a season of slowing down and paying attention, a season of yearning. We are longing and yearning for what is to come. The traditional themes of Advent are hope, peace, joy, love. But this year, we're taking some guidance from this book, Shadow and Light by Tish Oxenreiter. And we're drawing the themes that she highlights in the book. Expectation, preparation, anticipation, and gratitude. They'll work well with the traditional themes if that's what you're used to, or if you're following an Advent reader uh, yourself. Uh, we encourage you also to create a little Advent wreath. It can be the most simple little gathering of branches and a few tea lights sitting on a plate, or whatever you like to use um, to commemorate the season of Advent. Advent. But there's something um, beautiful about having something tangible, something to, to touch, something to, uh, physical to do each week as you light the candle of Advent and you remember the journey that we're on together. So our theme today is expectation. What are we expecting? Listen to this quote by Michelle Blake. One of the essential paradoxes of Advent, that while we wait for God, we are with God all along, that while we need to be assured of God's arrival, we're already at home. While we wait, we have to trust, to have faith, but, but it's God's grace that gives us that faith. As with all spiritual knowledge, two things are true and equally true at once. 
The mind can't grasp paradox. It's the knowledge of the soul. We're doing soul work here. We're expecting the arrival of God into the world, the incarnation, God with us. The thing is, we know how this story ends. Spoiler alert, there's a virgin and a baby, a manger, a star, some shepherds, and a few wise men. The story is so familiar we could recite it in our sleep. But each year we return to the story again, and we choose to wait. We slow down. Tish Oxenrider calls this season one of intentional delay. We savor it, and we wait with expectation for the light of the world to arrive. In this part of the world, this is a dark season. How many times in the last few weeks have you heard someone comment on just how dark it is? We're scrambling for candles and lights, anything to brighten things up. The other day, my husband Ron and I were commenting on how we need more lights in our house. The bedrooms in our house do not have um, ceiling lights, and our supply of lamps has somehow diminished over the years. Kids moving out, maybe taking one or two lamps with them. Another few got broken. Still others might just need a new light bulb. So Ron said, why don't we buy a new lamp during each week of Advent? To which I replied, well, why don't we just go and buy four lamps right now? But he said, no, this should be a practice through Advent as we look for the light. So we will buy lights. Actually, I told this story to someone uh, the other day, and uh, they offered to donate a lamp to us. So we are actually only buying three lamps now. I, I just want to say this is not a call for donations. We really want to um, have that embodied experience of going out and purchasing a lamp. Buying light is a metaphor for the light that we are waiting for. It's soul work, this waiting for the light. This isn't impatient waiting. We're positioning ourselves to receive grace as we go and to be grace as we go. I want you to listen to the words of Mary's song from Luke's Gospel after she receives a visitation from an angel telling her that she is going to bear the child, the Savior of the world. And here's Mary's response. My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. I'm struck in Mary's words, the lack of any hesitation at all on her part. She doesn't question this visitation. She doesn't ask, why me? She doesn't seem to push back at all on the idea. There would be repercussions for her. There will be questions, a lot of questions. Some questions from her fiance, Joseph, even. But Mary is completely on board with this plan. She's so convinced of God's call on her life that she gladly surrenders and even expresses her gratitude for what God is doing. How often are we called on to do things that we would rather not do? 
or find ourselves in situations we would prefer to avoid, a season of life that's challenging. Maybe it's this season. It's so tempting to fight back, try to find another way, resist, or worse, pretend it isn't happening. Instead, Mary's posture is one of acceptance, and she enters into this calling with grace. Not only can we find grace in this season, we can be grace in this season. Christmas is a complex season. There are expectations of a different kind. There are lists and gifts to buy, food to be prepared, all the while knowing that for so many, this season is filled with anything but expectation. In fact, it's a reminder of everything that isn't. The world is not yet as it should be. We are waiting for that ultimate redemption, but in the meantime, that's where grace comes in. Listen to these words from Psalm 10. O Lord, you will hear the desire of the meek. You will strengthen their heart. You will incline your ear to do justice for the orphan and the oppressed, so that those from earth may strike terror no more. This is our work through Advent and beyond. We enter this story of light by being present to those in darkness. And we don't have to look far for opportunities. We just have to position ourselves to notice. As we slow down, as we sit in this story, we can respond with grace. Every year at Christmas time, the team from Elevation that uh, goes to Supportive Housing of Waterloo, and um, I'm talking more pre-COVID right now, but we're looking for ways to, to meet with our friends this December as well. Uh, historically, we would prepare special food, we would buy some gifts and treats, and we would go and share them with our tenant friends who live there. Christmas is complicated for these folks. Some of them really, really hate it. Some like to recall Christmases of years past before mental health issues or addictions robbed them of their friends, their families, and their jobs. It's conflicted for them. And as their friends, it feels a bit conflicted for us as we visit. Then we return to our homes and our own traditions, even if that includes maybe some stressful family situations or the pressures of pulling off Christmas. But to our friends, it's the gift of presence that we offer. Yes, we bring food and gifts, but we bring presence of listening and sharing stories and creating space for people to feel heard. We're willing to face our own discomfort, and it feels uncomfortable, but this is grace, and in extending grace, we receive grace too. I want to say that so many in our Elevation community are doing this kind of work as well. In all kinds of places and in so many ways, we're a community committed to mission and caring for the poor, the refugee, and those with all manner of needs. Last month, on a Sunday collectively, we spent a morning going out to various places in the community, being present, being helpful, being grace. I want to finish with a prayer, and uh, you're watching this from home, so feel free to read this prayer aloud with me or read it silently. It goes like this. Bless our anxious awaiting, our apprehensive expecting. Know that our fear is not a lack of faith. Know that our spirits long to rest and to trust.
We ask for peace in the shadow of the unknown, the shadow of what is to become. We wait for you, and we trust that new life is growing. In Mary, new life was growing, and who in the most challenging and perplexing of circumstances chose acceptance, even peace. Let's use her as our guide. Let her lead us with expectation as we begin our Advent journey. Soon we're going to close with uh, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. But I just want to remind you that um, contrary to what was sent out in Tuesday's email, there will be no discussion groups online today. Uh, this is Neighbors Sunday. And so if you're connected with a neighbors group, hopefully you have some plans for today with your neighbors. If you're not connected to a group, please let us know and we'd love to get you connected. And so as we enter the week, let us have a posture of expectation. Let us be looking around. Let us see what's happening around us and find places where we can extend grace. Go in peace.
rejoice.